Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get Financially Intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bedroom Talks podcast, where we get financially intimate. So this month is the love month. It is the month of February, the month where we just tend to express our love a whole lot more to the people that are closest to us, right? So we started off talking about how to show love to yourself when it comes to your finances. And we moved into conversations about our children and about dating. And this week, this week we are going to top it off with having a conversation about the importance of financial conversations in marriage, even and especially when there are roadblocks. We're going to talk about some statistics on marriage and money and how this can be an example to your children when it comes to financial management. You are examples, okay? So let's dig into this. I want to start off with a perspective shift, we'll call it, for all of us, okay? Let's start off by thinking about money differently. There's this really perfect quote from Susie Orman and it says money is a tool not a destination it's a means to an end not an end itself money is a tool not a destination so I urge you today to consider How are you using money as a tool? Or have you been considering using it as a destination? 
Ramsey Solutions conducted a study recently and they found that money is the number one issue that married couples argue about. The study also reported that 86% of couples started arguing about money within the first three years of marriage. Now, I will tell you that statistics on marriage and money being a challenge and a struggle for a lot of couples is not new. Studies are conducted every single year and they continue to evaluate the hows and the whys and the what specifically is coming up in these conversations. Most importantly, these statistics are showing that discussing finances is crucial, crucial for a healthy marriage. If you remember from last week's episode, I talked about how when you're in the dating phase, the financial conversations are vital because it sets the tone for the future of the relationship. Okay, so when you're dating and you don't talk about finances, it leads into a marriage of not talking about finances. And when problems come up, when challenges arise, how are you going to handle that? So last week, we basically talked about not waiting until you're married to start having these conversations. But this week, I want to dig into what if you have not had those conversations before you got married and you have to have those conversations now? Or what if you had those conversations, but something changed in the mindset of your spouse? Something changed the dynamic of the relationship. And now it's just feeling difficult to have those conversations. Maybe you guys just, you know, veered off the trail a little bit when it comes to having conversations you're trying to get back on track and maybe you feel a little bit stuck so let's talk about some ways on how you can navigate these conversations one thing i want you to know and i am not a marriage counselor, not a relationship counselor, not a relationship coach. I am a financial coach and I also have my personal conversation, personal experiences when it comes to having these financial conversations in dating and in serious relationships. I know so many people that are married that can attest to the examples that we're about to go over here. Okay, so understand that talking about money with your spouse may not be easy, but it is necessary for a successful marriage. Okay, so here are some tips for navigating those financial conversations in your marriage. First and foremost, Schedule 
regular financial check-ins. This can help ensure that you and your partner are on the same page and can prevent future misunderstandings or current misunderstandings, okay? This can actually be a quarterly or a monthly meeting where you go over your budget, your expenses, and your goals, okay? It's important to be open and honest about your financial situation and also be transparent about your debts, your assets, your assets and your financial goals. Specifically, if you are the person that mainly uh, does all of the updating, pays all of the bills, manages everything, be transparent. Don't hide anything because it will come out eventually. Okay? And then that will be even more of a challenge to address. If your spouse is the person that's managing everything, do your best to put yourself in a position to ensure they feel comfortable and not judged so that they can be open and honest and transparent with you, okay? Practice active listening. When having financial conversations, it's important to listen to your partner's perspective without judgment or defensiveness. Active listening often entails listening to understand, not listening to respond. I'm going to say that again because I feel like it's really important and someone needs a repeat of that. Active listening entails listening to understand and not listening to respond. That's not to say that you can't respond at all, but listen thoroughly to what they're saying. Try to understand where they're coming from, what pieces they're explaining, how they're feeling. Put yourself in their shoes and then talk out how you received that. Often, uh, a lot of experts, financial or experts and uh, marriage counselors, things of that nature, even in workplaces when you uh, do training on management styles and, and skill sets to try to learn how to resolve conflict, stuff like that. You learn this technique where someone says something to you, they're explaining something to you, and you want to make sure that you fully understood what they say. So you respond with what I hear you saying is, and you repeat back what you understood they said. Okay. Oftentimes what we do is we repeat it back in the way that it came across to us, which sometimes is not the way that it was intended. And that allows you to, uh, one, come at, come at it with the approach of, you know, here's how I understood it, not, well, you said, blah, 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 blah. 
you're not accusing them. You're, you're showing them, here's how I perceived what you said. Help me understand if I perceived that the way you intended. And then if not, that gives them the opportunity to clarify. Okay. Another really important thing to do is to find common ground by discussing shared financial values and goals. This can help you create a plan that works for both of you and can strengthen your marriage, okay? Last and certainly not least, if necessary, seek the help of a financial advisor, counselor, coach, such as myself. They can help you and your partner navigate the financial roadblocks that may arise. If you are feeling like you can't get through to them or they're not getting through to you, maybe having a person on the outside that's non-biased to the situation, that their feelings are not involved in the situation, Sometimes they're able to see it from both perspectives and help both parties understand one another because those emotions are not involved from the outside party. Okay? Now, here's the thing. Not only is this going to help strengthen your marriage and put you in a position of financial success, and financial freedom, it's going to set the tone for your children if you have them or plan to have them. It's going to show your children an example of a healthy marriage where you're having conversations about money regularly. They don't have to know the intricate details, but you can explain to them, hey, Mom and dad are about to sit down and we're going to talk about where we are as a family financially and where we're headed, okay? And as they get older, you can give some explanation on that. As they become teenagers, you can maybe involve them in some of those conversations. But most importantly, if you're able to have those conversations openly, honestly, transparently, without yelling, without one or both of you walking away frustrated, angry, upset, it shows your children what it looks like to have healthy conversations with your partner. As parents, it is crucial to teach our children about finances and wealth building. It's also crucial to be the example of what a healthy relationship looks like. Your children are going to go into their lives as teenagers and adults, and they're going to replicate the behaviors that they learned in their household. You did it. And even if you saw something you didn't like from your parents, 
you saw another example that you were like, hold on, that makes more sense. Or maybe you saw some sort of example as you were growing up and it either steered you in the right direction or you're realizing that maybe it led you into some directions that you didn't want to go. Maybe you've developed some behaviors, mindsets, habits that weren't the best financially. So you have the ability right now to change the game for your children. We can model healthy relationships and financial behaviors for our children to emulate. On top of that, I'm going to go somewhere that many people won't go. Most financial counselors, financial advisors, financial coaches are not going to go here. Okay? But I am. I am because it is vital to the overall health of the relationship and marriage. Okay? And it's even biblical. <laughs> I will share that. It's even biblical. Okay? Imagine where you're at right now with your spouse. If you're in a place where it's hard to have those financial conversations and you feel the stress and the pressure of those financial conversations, what that tells me is that there is a high likelihood that you're holding back on the inside even a little bit when it comes to intimacy. Well, the name of this podcast is Bedroom Talks, Get Financial, Get Financially Intimate. Okay? So it should be no surprise that at some point this conversation is going to happen. But think about that. How intimate are you getting with your spouse if you're having a hard time having conversations with money, whether it's being able to hear and understand from their perspective or being able to share from your perspective and them understand what you're saying? And I'm not just talking physical intimacy, but that is a part of it. Okay? Intimacy, I heard this. Uh, from a pastor once, and it just was mind-blowing. We have intimacy with God, right? Think about it like this. Into me you see. That's the approach, the, the perspective from the Lord to us. He sees into us as we become intimate with, us, with him, right? It's the same thing with our spouse. We open up emotionally. 
and we become more intimate emotionally. Finances is no different. Finances trigger so many emotions in many of us. Okay? Either for the positive or for the negative. So if I can open up intimately with my spouse when it comes to how I feel emotionally, the thoughts that I'm thinking, the problems that I see, the concerns that I have, the desires that I have when it comes to our finances. If I can go to that level of intimacy, emotional intimacy, personal intimacy, letting him in and helping him to understand every bit of that. And I do the same for him. That emotional connection is strengthening. We're understanding one another. We're vibing one another. There's more joy. There's more peace. And guess what else happens? Because you're so in tune emotionally, so on step with one another, in flow with one another, you're opening the door to deeper physical intimacy. So just think about that. And think about what that would feel like. Just the emotional intimacy and knowing that you can fully and completely trust your spouse with the most intricate pieces of your mind and your emotions. And that they can trust you as well. And think about where that can lead you to the future success of your marriage. Speaking of success, let's wrap this up with the whole biblical perspective of what success looks like. Proverbs 21 and 5 says, The plans of the diligent surely lead to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. So, plan, schedule those meetings, don't be hasty, give some patience, be open and honest, practice, find common ground, and if necessary, seek help, seek guidance. I believe that it is fully possible, completely possible for marriages to be strengthened emotionally and physically and spiritually by coming together and getting deeper and on the same page when it comes to your finances.
Thank you for joining in today. Remember that having financial conversations in your marriage is crucial for a healthy relationship. Don't be afraid to navigate the roadblocks and be an example to your children. If you enjoyed this episode and there's someone that you feel like could really use this message, like, follow, subscribe, share, comment. We want to get this word out for other people so that more marriages can survive because they're thriving. And that's it for today. Come back next week for another episode of Bedroom Talks, where we get financially intimate.